This is Shi'ar Jashub, coming from Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, and featuring the teaching ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and in this edition, we will be listening to the conclusion of a sermon in my husband's series on heavenly authority, which focused on the New Testament office of administrations. Pastor has shown from Acts chapter 20 the equivalence of the terms elder, bishop, and pastor. And when we left off, he was in verse 28, where Paul instructs the Ephesian elders to take heed to themselves and to all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made them overseers. We will go back a couple of minutes in the sermon for context. Here is Pastor Greg Scalzo with the conclusion of the message. We're going to read here in Acts chapter 20 the life that Paul has led in service of Jesus Christ. He no longer has any letters from the high priest. The high priest hate him. The letters from the high priest now are against him. But he has something better. He has a call and ministry from the Holy Spirit, and great things can be done. These are spirit-led offices. And when the human systems come in, that does not mean we shouldn't have education. I'm not saying that. Right? It's nice to know what the Greek words are, isn't it? That we can study and show ourselves rightly approved. We need to have knowledge. But when, I, I just heard the other day that um, I read in several places that the some of the key evangelical seminaries in America, evangelical, are teaching a framework hypothesis. You say, what is a framework hypothesis? They say that Genesis cannot be taken literally. You get a framework for it that God is involved somehow, but you can still have evolution. You can still have millions of years, and depending upon how far down the evangelical seminary has gone down the slope, we don't have to believe that God created the heavens and the earth. We can believe in millions of years and evolution and all the rest. Evangelical. Now, you know, Genesis was made allegorical by the mainline churches. The Catholic Church did it long ago. I remember being in seventh grade, and they came in after the Vatican II, and the nuns told us, we now, we now believe the whole Old Testament is allegorical. So God didn't really create the world in seven days, and it's allegories. God is using it to tell us a story. Well, the evangelical seminaries have jumped on board. And you say, how can that happen? Because they want the praises of men. And many times when you have human institutions, people want to be accepted. They want to seem intelligent, and they will go away from the Word of God. And if all you're doing is looking at degrees and certificates and letters from the high priest, you might wind up with a pastor, overseer, elder, that doesn't believe in God's word. This is not based upon human effort. It's based upon the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, let's go back to Acts chapter 20. The Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God. To shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. And some, some translations will say the church of the Lord and of God, 
which he purchased, which he acquired through his own blood. The uh, Texas Receptus, the NU, will say um, the Church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. In either case, whose blood? Jesus' blood. So who is Lord and God? Jesus. Jesus is God. God becomes man, and with his own blood, he purchases his church. So whose church is it? It's the church of God. He bought it. He purchased it. It's God's church. Jesus died for it. They just what? They watch. They oversee. They shepherd. They guide. They give direction as older in the Lord. And it's a living office with a living purpose by a living God, a tremendous responsibility, but it's not this dark, dead system that has infiltrated church history and makes us think about the offices and the way church government works in a totally different way than it did in the New Testament book of Acts. And look why. Look why. Look what he says. It's God's church. He purchased it. Jesus purchased it with his blood. You have the responsibility to watch it and watch yourselves. Take heed to yourselves. Why? Verse 29, For I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Also from among yourselves, men, also from among what? Yourselves. Also from among yourselves, men will rise up speaking perverse or misleading things. Why? Why do, why do they speak perverse or misleading things? To draw away the disciples where? After themselves. Look, to draw away the disciples after themselves, even from among yourselves, even from among the leadership. They'll teach twisted things, misleading things, to draw men away from God, and two, after themselves. And hasn't that happened with all the church systems that develop in such um, flowery ways of giving emphasis on the bishop, on the presbyter, on the pastor, to give that position, now it's an important position that Paul's speaking about here, but to make it something formal and uplifted and supreme in governance in the government of the church that it was never meant to be. Well, why? Well, when you have your bishops and your popes or your grand leaders, and you know, there's an evangelical and a born-again version of the pope. People will take one man and all of a sudden he becomes the pope of Protestantism or evangelical movement and they lift him to a position he shouldn't be in. When you do that, when you give that prominence, you draw people away from Jesus Christ and they're drawn to that person. And so you can see how these hierarchy structures and an elaboration of simple Greek words can come into play. Because it benefits those who have people give them attention and power. Therefore, verse 31, watch. And remember that for three years I did not cease to warn anyone night and day with tears. Clearly, Paul has, has had a vision of what would happen to the church in the centuries to come. 
So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, the lagos, the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance, an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified, set apart to be made holy. I commend you to God. He gives them over to God and to what? To the Lagos, the word of his grace. This is the gospel of grace. And so what is more supreme than the institutions, than the traditions, than the dead systems that men build up? Even in born-again churches. You know, what I've said this morning, when I read about the elders, the presbyters, and the overseers, the bishops, and the pastors, the shepherds, and I show you how the words are all interconnected for the leadership of the church, the, the administrations, the helmsmen, that can be contradictory to things you might have learned whatever church you've been in. But that's what the Bible says. Right? That's what it's written in here in, in Paul's discussion to the Ephesian elders. And I'll show you more scriptures that confirm it next time. And what should be supreme? The institutions of men or the logos of grace? The logos of grace, the word of God, is supreme over all the traditions and institutions of men, be they old traditions or newer traditions. The Lagos, he commends them to God and to the grace of his word. The word of his grace, Lagos of his grace, which is able. The word of God, not the institutions, is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. And he goes on to say he coveted no one's silver, no one's gold. He says, you yourselves know that these hands have provided for my necessity and for those who were with me. And I have shown you in every way by laboring like this that you must support the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus. And we're right back to where we were a few weeks ago when we studied the gift of helps that he said it is more blessed to give than to receive. And when he had said these things, he knelt down and prayed with them. Then they all wept freely and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him, sorrowing most of all for the words which he spoke that they would see his face no more, and they accompanied him to the ship. And he sailed away. Without letters from the high priest, but with the spirit anointing upon his life, that this man was someone they should listen to. He was one sent out. He was an apostle of God. The spirit is a spirit of truth. And we want God's truth and his word, not the things that man has built up over generations that too often suppress the truth, no matter how grand they might seem, no matter how large the institution might seem, the Word of God takes precedent over any man and any tradition and any institution. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your Word of grace, your Word of truth. And Father, we pray that the simplicity and the beauty of your word, Lord God, which is so many times taken and contorted, and the most important things, the camels, Lord, are swallowed, and the most important things are neglected, Father God, because of 
that which is small being blown out of proportion so that we might not see clearly and hear clearly that which should be prominent in our sight. Father God, restore your church, not according to the institutions of men, not according to the traditions of men, Father God, but according to your word of grace, we pray in Jesus' name, amen. We are so thankful that we have been able to bring you these Bible study programs on WFIF since 1997. Since COVID, however, we, like many churches, have experienced a tightening of finances. So we would like to bring our church's needs before you this morning. If you have been blessed by our programs over the years, could you prayerfully consider donating $5 each month to keep these important teachings on the station. I know these are economically difficult times for many, but $5 each month from dedicated believers can make all the difference to the ministry of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle and allow us to continue broadcasting these in-depth Bible studies. You can make your donation right on our church website at Shi'ar jashub.org. Just use the regular donation option, which will bring you to a secure PayPal page. That web address is s-h-e-a-r hyphen j-a-s-h-u-b dot o-r-g. Or you could send a check made out to Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle and mail it to P.O. Box 518 Branford, Connecticut, 06405. 